Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Pretty much every woman I've spoken to is like, at the age of 16, I was put on the pill it's never like you know I chose, I chose to, to go on the yeah. pill it's always the language used. I was put on the pill there's lots of myths and misinformation about the morning after pill that is like mind-blowing for so many people why can't men just take the pill yes why can't they why can't they because um it's taking so long to make a male pill um but why <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to Tia 4. I'm Christy. And I'm Lauren. This week, as part of our body literacy series, we are talking all things contraception. So this week we spoke to Alice Pelton, who is the founder of the website The Lowdown. Mm. And it's actually been described as the trip advisor for your vagina. Wow. So where we might usually have these conversations about contraception in our group chats with mm. our girlfriends, but this website is basically a forum where women can share their experiences, talk about the side effects they've gone through, yeah. all in one place. But not just women, men too, mm. seeking advice for their sisters, friends, cousins, like you name it. I feel like what is the case for a lot of women is that we were kind of put on the pill when we were yeah. 16, didn't really understand how it worked, no. not much autonomy there, and I didn't, haven't really had a refresher until now, so it was very good in that respect. We also debunked some crazy myths and also spoke about the male pill. Does it exist? When is it coming out? And will they take it? I've got to know. You've got to know. Carol, watching the episode. Enjoy. Hi, Alice. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? We're Amazing. Yeah. Excited. So excited to have you here because we're going to talk about a very important topic called... Contraception, Christy. Did you look at me because you <laughs> forgot? Or? No, but I just to say it. <laughs> um, and I'm very much excited because there's like so much misconceptions out there. And it's just good to have these kind of honest, open conversations to like build awareness and continue talking about it in our group chats friends and family and for the whole world to hear and to listen 100 percent. yeah so you're probably wondering so alice what do you do and why is this relevant <laughs> to contraception or are you just here for the ride yeah so i basically have made a career out of being hormonal um i started taking the pill when i was about 16 and it made me really depressed and emotional yeah. and um over the next 10 years, I went on this huge journey to try and find the right contraception for me and realize what an absolute minefield it is for millions of women around the world. Um, and I wanted to do something to try and change that. So I set up a company called The Lowdown and we've collected uh, the largest data set in the world of women's experiences with every wow. brand and method of contraception. Wow. Um, and it, we've become this vital resource that is used by uh, almost 2 million women a year to help them navigate which method is right for them. And we've recently launched an area for women to share experiences with endometriosis, PCOS, and trying to conceive as well. My God, I wish I had that. When, yeah. I, when I was 16 and 
I was just going to like my GP on the Isle of Wight and I felt like I was rushed through like an appointment where I was understanding like yeah. what was best for me. I, I just to have a forum of other women being like, I'm, cause it's right, people give their ages, they give their experience of going on it and then if they came off it, yeah. they'll say that too. Yeah. Mm. So why was that so important for you to share like now? Is our generation becoming more aware of maybe the side effects or the long-term effects of contraception yeah what was the purpose yeah so I I guess as a a woman like you really short GP appointment Mm. frustrated couldn't get my my questions answered and felt like there was this massive lack of data Mm -hmm. um if you google it there wasn't really helpful like tangible stats on side effects nothing that could really like help me okay if I didn't get on with this pill would this pill be better um so the lack of kind of quality data um, that's packaged in a like easy to understand insightful way um really kind of led me to have the the vision for the initial platform which was a very sort of yeah easy to understand speaks in about these things in your lang in the language that you understand yeah. mm-hmm. and helps you make the right decision for you independently of maybe what a gp may jump to prescribe to you yeah. or um what your smaller group of friends are saying yeah. i thought it'd be really interesting to see instead of just asking like my three best mates what if we asked thousands of women yeah how did you find it what you know did it work did it not did you lose your sex drive what would that tell us so Mm. I just sort of set it up initially to kind of as as an experiment to see if it would be interesting I think it's quite interesting because when you think about going to the GP more commonly a lot of my GPs have always been male so now to sit in that room talk about yeah I want to jump contraception what's out there and then it's being comfortable enough to kind of ask those kind of questions. It's okay for me, but I go through this. How can that person relate with me? So the fact that you've got like this forum of like a site that has literally everything and anything that you need. Mm. Me right now, I'm not on contraception. Um, just because I feel like there's just so much scare mongering out there and it's like I don't know what what will work for me mm-hmm. and what's what's the best way to go about it I can't speak to my parents about it because they're in a generation where they didn't use it or it's one of them ones where they don't have enough information to kind of like pass it on to me so it's always been like a, a no-go zone with me and my mum it's just very nice to know that you've built a platform that it just brings everybody together did you have like a general interest in I guess like contraception before, like the sci- like biology, science, <laughs> reproduction, yeah. all that shit. My mum's a doctor, so I oh. always, I guess, was like talking to her a lot about these mm-hmm. issues. And I just get pissed off about stuff. And I was just <laughs> angry, really, throughout my 20s. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, is this really the best way? Yeah. You know, we, we talk about GP appointments. They're so short. There's no way they could go through everything they need to go through in mm-hmm. that appointment. It's very difficult to do that in the mm. time. And then... So yeah, I, I guess I just saw a gap and um, I I'd worked in technology before. So I was like building apps and websites and things for other companies. Okay. So that kind of my personal experience combined with my like business experience combined. Mm. Mm, I find it funny because like when I think even about reading the pill packets and you know when you'd open the, the thing and it's got the side effects that opens out about 16 yeah. times. Yeah, It's like... It's kind of, you described it like a, a trip advisor for your vagina. <laughs> loads of, I, like, I like that compared to like, I'm not going to sit and read that. Yeah. yeah. And who would? who would? Who Yeah, but they, they tell you when you go home, just sit down. And I'm like, no. No. I don't want to take it out and be like, people, you know, what are you reading? Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God, she's on that. What's that all about? That's problematic though. Because I, f- I feel like I've been taking, I did take the contraceptive pill for, I think I took about seven different pills oh, over wow. the space of like 11 years. And I 
knew the side effects and I obviously what it was doing to stop me getting pregnant, stop me having painful periods and things like that. But I didn't actually ever know how it worked. Mm. And that yeah. sounds quite bad to admit, but like, I don't know the science. I don't, going I don't know what's internal. <laughs> how do you think the morning after pill works? Yeah, exactly. I, not, is not is that actually a question you're asking us? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, you right? take it and then it attacks the sperm and then they go into a fight and then the sperm dies, right? Christy watched a YouTube video um, <laughs> before this worked. <laughs> That's how it works, right? It's really interesting. So the morning after pill stop, like it stops you from ovulating. Yeah. Right. So um, it's, you know, it's there to stop you from releasing an egg. So mm-hmm. if there are some sperm hanging around in there, they're mm-hmm. going to meet up. But if you've already ovulated, um, it's still a point in taking it, but that egg's already set sail. You know, it's, yeah. it's on its little adventure down to yeah. the womb. And not enough people know actually how it works. Mm. And same with many contraceptives, right? It's, it's bad, isn't it? I don't think it's bad. It's just a reflection of how bad the information and advice is around this topic. Mm, yeah, and it's such yeah. an essential drug or thing that billion people use around the world, but loads of us don't actually know that much about it. Yeah, I think it's interesting what you were saying about having that re- reference of three friends or like a group chat to think about... I personally remember when I first went on the pill and I had spots and then I must have overheard some girls in the year above saying, oh, I'm on the Yasmin pill and that's cleared my skin up. So there I was trotting down to the the little <laughs> sexual health clinic and I was like, I want to go on Yasmin <laughs> because my friends have had their acne cleared up. Yeah. And then they were like, no, that's not going to really work for you. And it's just like, it's not a one size fits all kind of mm. thing. So have you found, like, what have the benefits been from, I guess, women sharing their opinion on this forum? Well, exactly. Finding out the differences for different brands and, mm. and working out which ones, like Yasmin, may um, be better for your skin than yeah. others. But um, I think also we've built a like a recommender tool, um, which can help uh, people work out which contraception might be right for them. And learning from women, like all of their preferences, what they really care about. It's mm. not all just about effectiveness. Mm. They all are broadly quite effective at preventing pregnancy but the most effective contraception is the one that you use properly because you like it you know and I think a lot of people miss that point so if you can get a woman to find the right thing for her that she likes um, and that she feels you know reduces her side effects then she'll just be happier and take it properly yeah um, or use it properly so we learn everything from you know some women love having periods some women really don't want periods really Some women really, you know, and everyone's so different. It's fascinating kind of listening. And I've spoken to hundreds of women over the last five years about all these issues. And I've loved learning and listening and understanding how different everyone is. Mm. I think, yeah, it's incredibly empowering. Is there a sense of, I think personally, when I was looking through like some of the responses, it can also feel a bit sad. I think there's the general consensus that it's an amazing thing that we have contraception but to see all these different side effects and for it to really be like a trial and error thing for so much of your life um I I don't know I I read through and I think it's an amazing thing but there's so much come like I've been through like weight gain acne back knee like uh, mood swings low libido all these things and again the conversation is quite woman-centric. Do you ever have men on the platform? Like, or people say that they've gone onto the lowdown and like, sort of what's going sort, on on there. Yeah. 
I have a lot of men say, oh, I didn't realize how bad it is. You know, really? Yeah. Like, and especially male investors who I've pitched to a lot, I'd be like, this is really a problem. Yeah. Like, you don't understand. And it's like this undercurrent of stuff on our list of stuff as women that we just sort of deal with, you know? Yeah. And I have a lot of men who said, I had no idea it was this bad, you know, looking at the reviews. And seeing the traction that the website has got in itself is proof, right? This right. is a massive yeah, yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, millions of women are Googling these things every day. Like, which pill? What pill? How do I not lose my sex drive on this pill? Yeah. So I love the fact that it's made a lot of men, friends, investors sort of learn about the problem. Mm. Um, and a lot of them have... But then also I've had a lot of men say, oh, I know, my wife, my sister, whatever. They yeah. all have a story related mm-hmm. to a woman that they know that they can also relate that back to, which is really, really reassuring. Has there been a bigger uptake in women maybe between their 20 and their 30, between their 20s and their 30s? Because I think we were having a conversation about like the fertility crisis and how that age where you can conceive has gotten slightly lower due to environmental stuff. Like, are we becoming a little bit more skeptical about what we're putting into our body, like around that age? Yeah, I think... That's because every, pretty much every woman I've spoken to is like, at the age of 16, I was put on the pill. It's never like, you know, I chose chose to go on the pill. It's always the language is, I was put on the pill. And then they sort of, as they get into their twenties, maybe they realize that pill wasn't right for them. And then they come off it. And then they go through this process of like learning about their body, learning about what they want to do. Mm. So I think it's just like a combination of their first experience not being great. And then that leading to them being really curious about their body and the hormones and everything like that. And on the fertility point, I... The issue that contraception has is it's often linked with um, reducing your long-term fertility. But that's not the case. It's just that often when you're using contraception, it may mask things like endometriosis or PCOS or Mm -hmm. irregular periods that could have an impact on your fertility. But if you're on the pill for 10 years, you just might not realize that's happening. Does that make Mm, sense? You're kind of, um, you're, you're putting a pause on, that that work to, yeah, to work yeah. that out because you're taking contraception quite rightly because you don't want to get pregnant at that point mm. so um often when you come off that contraception you then say oh I'm suddenly realized I might not be able to get pregnant as quickly as I'd hoped it's not the contraception's fault it's just that that's the first time you're in your normal natural cycle right. for many years yeah yeah I was gonna say I feel like this, what you just said is like once you get onto like a contraception because you know exactly what you're trying to stop you then kind of switch off so you don't think about like let me still research on my body or let me still go let's say for instance check in and stuff mm. so I do feel like there's always that oh yeah come back in like six months and we'll see how it's going and da, da, da. but it's not that always that mental check in like oh okay cool I've been on this for like a, a week or so let me see the difference how am I feeling there's not like a you don't daily log your yeah. log your emotions and stuff yeah. just because you know you're stopping something. So I do feel like we kind of, it's there to help us, but we also do us a disservice for not like checking in on ourselves yeah. personally. I say that. It's like, um, it's like we've taken out a 30 year mortgage. That's the average amount of time we're on contraception <laughs> wow. for. But like, we wow. really should like once a year or once every six months, like yeah. check in and be like, is this working? Is this not? Yeah. Hopefully it's fine. And if you're not asking yourself that question, it probably is because you're not thinking about it, yeah. which is great. And that's our goal for you mm. not to, uh, when you're happy with something, not to have to worry about it. Right. To yeah. Get on with your life. Yeah. I guess, we, we, but we probably also don't see them cases of all the women that are quite happy. So it's good that your forum allows people mm-hmm. to maybe kind of 
not criticize, but like report on maybe the bad side effects. But for the people that are doing well, there's nothing more reassuring than going mm. on and yeah. saying, oh, that's going to be all right yeah. soon. And we actually have an even split of positive and negative reviews on our site, which I'm right. really pleased about because one of the initial criticisms was, oh, isn't everyone who's just had a bad experience going to come and moan? I mean, any review platform has that problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been really nice to see women saying this has totally changed my life. It's improved my, you know, heavy periods or my sex life's better as a result. And yeah, really, really pleased about that. Yeah. Do you hear many myths on TikTok? I mean, I mean, it's the worst place for it. TikTok, it's yeah. so bad. But around contraception, have you seen much on the platform or with your friends? So many myths, not just from women, from healthcare professionals. Oh. Everything sort of just pervades, no and you know, you end up with people coming to you saying, "Oh, I've heard this. I've heard this." Everything from I think the biggest thing is you you don't have to take. Uh, breaks between your pill packets if you're on the combined pill you don't always have to have a break between those packets so you don't need to have a a breakthrough bleed if you don't want one Mm. um that is like mind-blowing for so many people who thought they had to take that break and we've got loads of advice for that on the on the lowdown um things like people thinking that you need to have had a baby to get a coil fitted that's not true i've heard that one yeah Yeah, and and i think it comes from the belief it would be easier to fit if you've had a baby but you know there's absolutely no reason why you can't right. look into the coil as an option if you've never had given birth um there's lots of myths and misinformation about the morning after pill i feel like that's a space and it's quite a taboo space that people yeah, definitely. you know the belief the incorrect belief that if you take it too many times you'll become infertile yeah. or you know it's sort of laden with stuff that in, yeah. I remember being a teenage girl and being like scared of the morning after oh pill. yeah, yeah I was, there's is... a lot of negativity yeah. around it or not not negativity but just unknown mm-hmm. you saw or that it's from like a lot of your friends will be like you're going again are you, yeah are you, are you sure you want to do that yeah. how many times has it been this year yeah. I think you should slow it. It's like oh okay yeah cool yeah. slow down yeah. it's really interesting mm. um and you know it's it's safe to take as many times as you need to take it but it's not a great form of long-term contraception, yeah. but you know, it shouldn't be, it's bound up with all of this stuff. Has there been like an increase of increase of women using natural methods um, on your site? Have you seen like a lot of people being like, oh yeah, I was on and now I'm just completely. Yeah, I, I think um, by natural methods, there's like two types. So there's the old school type, which is mm-hmm. like plotting your period and, um, and kind of using almost like pen and paper to work out when you think you might be fertile. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's apps like Natural Cycles, which do all of the kind of decisioning for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to, um, well, you keep track and you really have to be really into it and, and on it, but um, the app helps work things out for you. We've definitely seen a movement towards women being interested in these options mm. um because there aren't that many good non-hormonal contraceptive methods out there right. in terms of you know they they all give hormonal methods all give a lot of us the similar side effects yeah. and impact our life so women are desperate for something better yeah. um we do i do though say it shouldn't be overstated how many women are going towards natural methods so mm-hmm. Natural Cycles has about 2 million users around the world. Yeah. The pill is taken by over 150 million women. So it is still wow. a tiny subset of, you know, how many people take yeah. Um, yeah. something like the pill. Um, but we're really excited that these new uh, innovations have happened and people are building new contraceptives or yeah. looking at doing it in a different way because we definitely need better methods. Mm. So I remember back in school, I was quite, I, I jumped on contraception very, very late, but a lot of, um, I went to a girls' school as well, so a lot of the girls in school, you jump on just to 
add weight. Oh, I want bigger boobs. Oh, I want to look this certain way. So I think we had like a pandemic of like, in my in my year, like from year seven to like by year 11, maybe like 80% of the my school, like my year group were on contraception. I was just like, guys, why are you doing that? Yeah. But then you could tell like some people, they were on it and they didn't basically take it the, w- the right way. So some of them got pregnant. Some of them just had very bad mental health and stuff as well. So it was quite interesting that back then it was just like, yeah, it's to enhance, you know, to make me look like a woman again, grow into my woman body. Um, it was quite interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it always used to kind of confuse me. I was like, people are doing it for the wrong thing. So I, I'm always, I'm a panicky person. I always have a lot of questions. So I'm just like, Y'all, y'all go ahead. I'll watch and see see how I'll it let goes. My own boobs grow, yeah, and then when my when my time comes, then I'll, <laughs> I'll do what I have to do. So I just find it interesting that back then when we were in school and stuff, there wasn't much on it, and people just going as a, it was basically a trend. So, yeah, um, that's so true. I wonder if is it more like that as young people. I don't know if it's less young people going on the contraceptive pill these days. Difficult to or, t- or contraception. Difficult to tell. There's definitely been a move away from things like the pill and the patch and the ring to things yeah. like the coil and the implant right. and the injections. So mm. um, to be honest, it's it's better value for the NHS to try and fit a coil or an implant in your arm because okay. it will sort you for you know months and years versus trying to keep giving you packets mm. of pills. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a kind of, it's more effective. It's safer. And those methods are really great because you don't have to think about them. That's yeah. True. Oh, there was there was one rumour. We were a bit of a horror story. <laughs> well, not a horror story. I think <laughs> it's not a rumour. I think it's a fact. Oh, I don't gosh. know. Let's see. Oh, we'll go find out. Um, um, but apparently with the coil, the, inside you, coil inside you, sometimes when you're having sex, the man can feel Is that true? said he, strings. He, he, strings, yeah. Is this true? It is. It's true. Um, I think men like to pretend they all feel them, but <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, okay. Gaslighters, <laughs> right? Um, it is true, especially after you've just had it fitted. The, the threads sort of um, become more um, bendy as as the longer it's been in. Okay, so they, they sort of um, soften. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So especially um, if you've just had it fitted, they might be able to fill them more, but over time the threads will soften. Mm. Um, But yeah, definitely had partners and friends' partners comment that they felt (laughs) something. Yeah. Um, And it's fine, but some, some, some men do find it uncomfortable. Can you still stick a tampon in if you've got the coil fit? It doesn't go up that far. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm, just, I'm just asking. <laughs> just, yeah. Just yeah, you can. Um, oh, okay. Although if you if you want to try a moon cup, you've got to be a little bit careful Ooh. when you take the moon cup out because there have been um, some links to um, coils becoming dislodged because of the moon cup. Right. Yeah, sort of suctioning things out. So if you yeah, if you use a moon cup and you have a coil, there's some really good guidance on the moon cups website about what to do yeah and i've heard rumors about rumors they're, they're facts again they're facts. sorry sorry i love making gossip um people having their the one in the arm move around Implant, the arm yeah. when they've gone to go take it out yeah very very small number of cases that happens but right. yeah that, that that can happen um what else have i heard coils i think just like kind of make everyone a bit like scary squirmy yeah, squirmy, squirmy. Yeah. um I couldn't get one fitted for a long time because every time I even thought about it, I squirmed. You yeah. know, I was like, oh, I can't, the thought. But um, after trying pretty much every contraceptive out there, I was like, well, I've got to try the coil. Like, yeah. It's the last yeah. one left. Um, and it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it would be. Um, but yeah, I think there's 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 always horror stories and there's always like a small percentage of people who will mm. have, you know, 
the coil maybe coming out or being super painful yeah. or the implant moving. Um, but those are really a small proportion, a very, very small proportion. And the majority of these methods are so safe and they've been used by so many millions of people for so long. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know the personal reason you maybe went on contraception in the first place, but I personally um, had possible symptoms of endometriosis and I, I went to several different GPs, both from like the small island I grew up in and then small towns and just everyone heard that and instantly went no it's just severe period cramps go oh, on wow. this pill and then go on this pill that will stop the periods completely um and i guess my question for you would you consider yourself pro contraception or pro maybe awareness of the options you have out there yeah it's a good question i think what i hated is that before i started the lowdown you couldn't have like a nuanced discussion about contraception mm. you couldn't have like pros and cons in the mm -hmm. same place it was always oh well if you're too negative about it women will stop taking it so you can't ever yeah. say anything yeah. about side effects because otherwise we'll stop using it or it was so like pro it that it was kind of in denial about the bad bits do you know what yeah. I mean so I was I found that really frustrating I felt it was quite like patronizing of women yeah. you know as if we like can't make our own minds up Definitely. and that we are you know going to be so terrified by things that we won't use them at all I don't think that's the case and mm. Anyone who uses our platform says, I feel more informed about what may happen. Yeah. And it's so much better to know what could happen instead of going into something completely oh, the, unaware. The unknown was the scariest thing, I think, when I would sit in that 15 minute session and I come out of it and be like, oh God, I, I feel like nothing came yeah. out of that. And then I don't really want to pester them again because mm -hmm. they've not got the time to test me. And yeah. so I'll just take this pill. Yeah. And then that's just continued pretty much every six months mm. for like up until now yeah so yeah it's interesting i as i said i was on like seven seven different things i That's tried crazy. and then like basically i had one that i that really sat well with me up until about six months ago when i was traveling and i started getting this hormonal acne again and i was like right so then every time i'd come off on the seven day break my skin would clear up mm. so then i was assessing and i was like god is, is this really for me mm. but i think as well one of the biggest fear of the un biggest fears of the unknown for me was like is coming off it going to be just as bad as when I'm on it mm. yeah and I think I was told horror stories of like oh your skin could get worse like just be prepared for that so this life cycle right yeah. yeah we've got a mortgage for 30 years but we're like moving house quite a lot you know yeah. and we've got to like work out what's right for us at that time yeah and like so many women I've just had a baby and so many women say their hormones and their body change so much after they've had a baby that the contraception that they were on before right. suddenly yeah. doesn't work for them you know yeah they get different side effects I think it's fascinating I was mm. I had a coil fit for three years and like in, in the, over those three years my side effects changed quite a lot Mad. my periods stopped for a year then they came back then my mood yeah. changed why is that because our hormones are yeah I, I guess you know our hormones are changing and um on something like the coil it 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 it's kind of effectively starts to run out right it's not got a um constant it's, it's going to need changing yeah. at the end of that three years as an example yeah um yeah, and I, I just think so much more research needs to be done into all of the complexity and intricacy in that. Yeah. You know, why do some women get on with a certain type of pill and not others? Right. Yeah. I think this uh, thing with the whole body literacy, uh, like knowledge gap is that I feel like it's amazing for us to understand our own bodies, but is there research being done that kind of supports us just being a bit of guinea pigs? Like, mm. Is there actually like research into the long-term effects of taking contraception and things like that. There done. is a lot of like 
good research into long-term effects um you know when it comes to things like fertility you know people thinking that taking contraception long-term may impact your fertility there is loads of research into that that proves absolutely no it does not impact your Mm long-term fertility which is really reassuring and trust me I've looked at all of it yeah um but the thing that is frustrating is when it comes to studying side effects who's going to do that research who's going to pay for it yeah like the pharma companies aren't going to pay for it they all made a pill 50 years ago that still sells you know yeah a lot because it's loads of women use contraception they're not going to bother so they've never been adapted to any like they've been sort of a few generations they call them of pills that have been um launched but it's as a drug category is yeah. so sleepy and un- mm. uninvest oh, wow. like yeah there's no n- really investment into yeah. new drugs or better options for mm. now yeah. so you can go and like study the side effects but i don't think it, i don't know if it would actually change anything and i don't yeah. know who would fund that research and that's one of the reasons i started the lowdown because i was yeah. like we're gonna have to crowdsource this data ourselves because yeah. no one else is gonna study it for us yeah i think even as like as I've got older, more and more side effects have just come out the woodworks. Yeah. And even things like libido, I feel like that is one of the mm. the things that wasn't talked about for so long. No. And then suddenly it was like one of my friends was like, God, you know what? I've come off the pill and suddenly I feel like I'm no longer numb from the waist down. And I can feel <laughs> things and I feel in tune with my body and this and that. Oh. And I was like, God, you know what? Now I think about it, like, baby, my sex drive hasn't been like the most natural thing yeah. to come to me and like is that something people talk about yeah. on the forums as well the main four things that come up on our platform are impact on mood impact okay. on sex drive impact on skin and impact right. on your periods mm-hmm. those are like the four areas that women consistently talk about you know and we we've, we've got data on what methods are better and worse in these areas which is really exciting so on from that conversation yeah. about the way we talk about contraceptives, pills, coils, all those forms of contraception yes. in our group chats. Do we talk about it at all? Mm. We've looked, we've gone, we've deep dived and Diving looked deep. at all the times these keywords have come up in our texts. Christy, do you want to start? So what word should I search? Go Just con- contraception. Answer, how do you spell that? Okay. Oh God, that's <laughs> <issue>. <laughs> Sorry, English is not my first language. Shall I go first? Yeah, go on. Why is contraception so fucking long? It would probably be easier to get prego. <laughs> and I feel like I've had that text yeah. so many times. It's just like everyone going into the, I want to go on the coil so I don't have the hormones. I've heard mixed reviews, but then I've heard mixed reviews about all contraception. Oh, this is actually quite funny. So um, last year we went to Jamaica, right? And yeah. a lot of the girls think, because our periods kind of sink, we were like, so what contraception makes us miss our periods? Right. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of them were like, I tried, it wasn't too bad. But I've heard a lot of people who have awful periods afterwards, this is talking about the period delay. Mm, yeah. Mm. I've, I've tried that, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, I I've didn't heard. even know that was a thing. I'm yeah. That's one of the best benefits of contraception, right? Yeah. Being able to like choose when you have a bleed. Yeah. But um, there's also a drug which contains a type of progesterone that can help stop your periods. Mm. We get a lot of requests for it around summer holidays. Right. I, I took it for the first time two years ago for my birthday. So I, I feel like my period now aligns with the first of the month and I'm born on the first of December. <laughs> so it really it really gets to me. <laughs> but the one day I was like, I'm having a birthday party. I am not gonna be on my period. I'm gonna enjoy myself. So I looked did some research, looked into it. I didn't even go to my GP. I actually um used the Sexual Health London yeah. site. I love that site by the way. 
Yeah, it's great. Love it. So I went on that and did some research, read, spoke to an online um, pharmacist and they gave me the pill. Took the pill. So seven days, you've got to take it leading up. I think it is. Um, Great, perfect. First came, enjoyed my birthday party. But that following month, Mm. (laughs) the pain was absolutely... Awful. That's sad. Didn't know that was even a thing. Yeah. Wow. But I'm happy it's out there because, you know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of friends that are getting married and they're like, oh my God, the time of the month, they can like control yeah. it. So, okay, I don't want it during my my, my wedding yeah. Yeah. so I can kind of have it later. So I do appreciate that um, contraception. But Technology. Mads. Crazy, yeah. crazy pain. Yeah. Alice, do you have any? I'm, as you can imagine, the like, phone a friend contraception person right. in my mates. So if it's like... You know, I've just started sleeping with someone. Um, what what contraception is the least bad one on your side? Broad. Yeah. How would you even respond to that? <laughs> um, well, I've also got yeah. Well, I always say actually the the hormonal coil is the site is the method on our site that ranks okay in terms of overall satisfaction. Oh, at the lowdown it's the hormonal coil so you might have heard of a coil called the morena mor- yeah. Marina. Yeah. and then there's also fertility awareness methods so things like natural cycles they rank really highly as well yeah mm. i was gonna say a couple of my my things are kind of slate in the coil yeah. someone put found out last week that my f- coil was inserted wrongly and was stuck in the side of my cervix had it removed but it's made me feel really crap oh I want to go on the coil so I don't have the hormones. I've heard mixed reviews, but then I've heard mixed reviews on all contraception. What does that mean? I I want to go on the coil so I don't have the hormones. They just wipe out. There's two coils. There's a non-hormonal one. Right. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of people like the copper coil because it's not got any hormones in it, but it does make your bleeds. It's likely to make your bleeds heavier. Yeah. Here's another one. Anyone that says contraception doesn't cause weight gain can suck my tit. (laughs) 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 Does it? fair uh, another one why can't men just take the pill yes why can't they why can't they because um it's taken so long to make a male pill um but why <laughs> yeah it's really annoying basically pharmaceutical com- companies are like you've got drugs that work yeah. you know they they do prevent pregnancy mm-hmm. they they don't think the, the need from the, they don't think the desire from men is there to take a male pill that's not true like there is a lot of desire for is men there? to take. Yeah, I think a lot of the research shows it. There is there, nice. And also, I think it. How fascinating would it be to have like oh my God, yeah. men totally empowered in that sense more than they are with condoms? It would be great. Yeah, I love how you use the word empowering. That sounds very um, <laughs> like believing in them. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. No, I feel like we should all play our part when it comes to like having safe sex and enjoying that kind of like um, enjoying that. Uh, what what do you call it? At a um, moment of intimacy, right? Um, and I feel like we should all take the responsibility as well. It shouldn't just lay on the woman. Mm. So if they could, hello, hello, guys, <laughs> if you guys can create it, please create it because there is a need for it and it needs to be out there. I feel, but I don't think even like I don't have any texts in here of men asking, "Are you on the pill?" After we've had a, a little da da da. Why is it just it's like? <laughs> Like, there's so much onus on the, the woman just have that sorted yeah. and that's just a bit mental to me it's like how much is it all right then how much is it oh <laughs> what do you mean oh. how much hello <laughs> talk to me like that there's my monzo <laughs> yeah. and it's like you get it for free you can keep the money anyway cool right but, um no i do feel like 
Yeah, I think it's needed. It's so it, needed. There's yeah. a trial going on being led by Edinburgh University into oh. a male contraceptive gel. And we actually spoke to some of the trialists. Gel. Oh, that's a bit harmless, isn't it? <laughs> I think stuck up there, Willie. Oh, what? Um, yeah, and it's it, you rub like a gel onto the man's like back and shoulders. And it is, you know, it stops his sperm from swimming effectively it's really interesting it's not very invasive is so it they, no. just, they just get oh come and just get a nice little rub down a massage a little bit of a gel. Well, i've got to sit on the, the nurse bed and no yeah. <laughs> open wide christy yeah. <laughs> no yeah that's crazy what are, yeah are they, are they trying to do less invasive i know there are a couple of things like the patch for the women but yeah. is, is there are gonna, they trying to do i think methods? what they want to do is like first develop the gel to work and then they'll put, put it in pill form because the gel itself right. is quite a hassle because it rubs off and it, it varies oh, wow. sun cream isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah they're trying to look at making it into a pill so it's easier um but yeah like it's interesting if you follow that study because there's been like complaints of bad side effects for the men oh yeah I my mean, heart a, bleeds a, a, yeah a, a bit of side effects for them wouldn't hurt Come no on. It's oh, really interesting. What are, the, what are the side effects? Things like, well, effectively, they're, they're sort of taking out their natural testosterone. So right. um, oh. some of them, you know, their voices go a bit higher and things like that. And they're trying to get that balance right. No, don't <laughs> laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I just, in my head, I just imagine somebody talking and then helium voice. Not going, no, no. Be kind. <laughs> be kind. This, we're, we're, this is what we're wanting. This is the future. You can't yeah. be laughing. No, no, but the same way we kind of be like, you know, when you see that kind of sharp pain, when we're like, oh my God, sometimes they should... To be fair, yeah, men have been like calling us out for being on the blob and stuff for all, all that time. Yeah. Okay. It's that time. Their voice yeah. is raised enough octave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Jokes. Okay, let's see. I've got one here. Uh, fact of the day, breastfeeding is a form of contraception. Is that true? Um, This is... So technically... um. It's, it's quite complicated. You've got to breastfeed, only breastfeed, very, like, you can't even, like, pump. You can't even miss a feed. Um, there's loads of, like, things you have to be really careful. Right. But in some in some situations, it can stop you from ovulating. And therefore, you, you, you know, you might not be able to get pregnant. But that is a huge caveat. And, you know, you should really speak to your doctor about it. It's, yeah. it's often not advised. Um, to be used as a form of contraception. Fair. Okay. Noted. Good. Wow. Well, so all of mine are just like those group chat discussions of just like I can't finding the right one is so hard. It's annoying and unfair. We have to put our bodies through it, to be honest. And then we're just going back and forth with what did it feel like? I've tried every single type except the patch and injection. It's just Yeah. A lot of ones from my friends also complaining that they can't get a coil or an implant fitted because there's nowhere. Yeah, this is the oh. thing. Yeah. So even if you didn't get on with the coil, for example, and you were bleeding heavily and in pain, mm. it's not guaranteed that if you called up your GP and was like, I need this taken out today, yeah, that yeah. could happen. It's hard. And, and that's because of loads of cuts that they've made to sexual health services in this country. I mean, that's right. crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of, I think it was an interesting conversation about like, the politics we vote for and the government and how much investment they're putting into women's health and things like the contraception. And a lot of them are men as well. So mm -hmm. that's something like, is that something we should be more conscious of? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge problem, uh, not to bore you, but essentially <laughs> the, the budget that goes to sexual health um, mm -hmm. 
it got moved to like councils or local authorities to sort of have that budget and look after it and so it has to play off against all the other things that councils are trying to you know roadworks and bins and all of that and that's not it's always going to get like pushed to the side that's why you've had loads of sexual health clinics shut down um i mean the government's recently pledged 25 million to put into women's health hubs um but i think the government's just pledged 30 million into grassroots women's football now i love women's sport don't get me wrong but like 25 million is a drop in the ocean for how much we need to be spending on women's health in this country and when you see them you know spending money more money in other areas you just think we've got all of our priorities wrong and we need to fix the basics first what would that look like then if they were investing money into women's health it would look like you'd go to the same place to get your smear test as to get your contraception to get Mm. your coil fitted you know to to get your hrt like you shouldn't have to keep going to different places or being told that you can't get a coil fitted at your gp surgery or be told that they don't do sti tests because you have to do it this way like if you're going to put a swab in my vagina, can you just do it once for like three different things? Yeah. And like, can you just help me not get pregnant? Because it's the best investment that the government, like for every pound that they spend on contraception, they save nine pounds. It's, it's such wow. a big return on investment to make sure yeah. that we are able to decide when and where we have children. Mm-hmm. I'm literally trying to think about the last time where there was like a, even like a government scheme or like a, a boost on like guys save sex make sure you're unconscious yes yeah, I think the, probably the last time was when I was in secondary school where we used to have like like little packs of, of like information yeah, like condoms in the there condoms. or like people would come in and talk about those type of things I think since then I don't think there's ever that kind of emphasis in schools even in sexual education it's just very much this, this, this one happens. One and done. Like, one and done. Yeah. This is how you have a baby. This is how you avoid it. Blah, blah. But it's not that much in-depth focus in schools. And I do feel like when you are in school, you're more curious. Yeah. You're more, you're, you're, instead of like talking to people that are, you know, they have the knowledge, they have the background, you're going on social media. And social media, already, we, as we know, you hear one thing, but some things are not true. Some things are just to push like a, a medicine or push, just, just push like the wrong things out there. Mm. So I do feel like, it's weird looking back, back then, even though we didn't have that much information out there, there was people there willing to come and tell and teach people on how to stay safe and what contraceptions are out there. So it's, yeah, it's very interesting where the money is going. Yeah, not into, not into yeah. sexual health and contraception, sadly. No. So how how can we ensure that women are taking or looking, looking into the best options for their body? It's obviously great to have these kind of forums, but if they don't feel like they're getting that from their GP, like what is the situation? Yeah, I think we have, um, like I said, we have a recommender tool, which is a really good place to start, almost to check back in on what your preferences are mm-hmm. and what you medically um, can and can't take maybe because of um, health issues or other issues in your family. Um, that will open up a kind of menu of options that you can, we've loads of information and content on our site, which you can read webinars, blogs, everything that you can really kind of get your hands on. For example, if you're thinking about getting a coil fitted, we have loads of guides on pain relief and that process and what Mm -hmm. that looks like, because I would also really advise um, asking your GP surgery. If anyone has, if if you're not getting um, the best advice from the GP or you want to try and speak to someone Um, with more um, experience I would ask your GP surgery if anyone has a special interest in sexual health or try to go to a sexual health clinic because in these clinics they've got people who 
speak about these things day in day out and they yeah. really know their stuff mm-hmm. and I know a lot of um, clinics have been shut down and it's hard to get into them but if you really are struggling they're a really good place to go to hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we've been given some facts and myths mm-hmm. to test ourselves on around contraception. You guys ready? Yes, let's go. Okay. Right. Number one. How did they test for contraceptive pills? Does anyone know? On lab. On, on what? Lab on lab. Animals. I thought you said on lamp. <laughs> no, that's not, not human. Like, you see how they test it on like, rats and stuff? No? Really? No. They would have like probably done animal trials first, but the history of how they initially developed the pill was pretty dodgy oh. yeah um there's a horrible history of them giving it to puerto rican women who didn't know what they were taking and then right. suffering horrendous side effects oh. and some of them dying during the trial not to that that was a very very not very kind of old version yeah. of the pill you know mm-hmm. in the 50s um but yeah it's pretty depressing and uh something that Jeez. the medical uh well the pharmaceutical industry should be very um, uh, embarrassed about Mm, yeah that's not really talked about haven't heard of that one wow yeah i've got some a bit of information they did clinical trials on over 200 puerto rican women who were poor and had no other methods of contraception the reason it was here because contraceptions were already legal in puerto rico however the women were not properly informed of the health and safety risks and then the the symptoms they reported were vomiting headaches dizziness and menstrual irregularities with some having to be hospitalized Mm. however the receipt researchers deemed these side effects unimportant compared to their discovery were they men by any chance <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> all right good to see all right cool so my first question is when was the oral contraceptive pill first invented Ooh, oral contraceptive pill would that be that one from Nine, nineteen sixty. 1960 I think it launched in the 60s, like <gasps> 60, 61. Ooh, okay. And Answer I think it was available is... in the NHS in 69 or something. Oh, very close, guys. I, I guess I, I guess I could give it to you guys. It says May 1950. However, it wasn't FDA approved until 1960. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The swinging 60s. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Love it. All right. What percentage of the UK are on or are using contraception? 60? I want to say 78.2. That's a lot, <laughs> Christy. But 60 is a lot. 40? Is it more or less? I don't... Oh, come on. Come on, guys. Sure, surely it's more of us. 84%. Wow! 78.2. Who? Yeah, we have 
one of the highest contraceptive uh, I'm pretty surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And the other top countries are Finland, Switzerland, and Canada. Ooh. Finland. That's amazing. Yeah. Very progressive. That's a lot, though. I'm actually... 80%. We're all, and we're all taking these things that we don't quite know how they work. Well, thank God for the lowdown, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Big up the lowdown. For real. For real. Right, should, I, should I do one then? Yeah, go on. Oh, this is interesting. What was the first record of birth control? Was that not the first question? No. It says, hey, what was the first record of birth control? Huh? Oh, like the first? Yeah. yeah I, is it like um, the Romans probably oh. got something? They probably made condoms out of like sheepskins or something. They definitely did yeah. that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Definitely weren't pills about, no coils. No. Maybe they were coils. They love doing things with their hands. So you guys are going Roman? <laughs> Roman? Oh yeah. no, I reckon like pre-Romans. Pre-Romans. They're making yeah. coils out of just stone. <laughs> I wouldn't want some stone up my vagina. Oh hell no. Um, no, the answer says it dates back to the to an Egyptian manuscript written in 1550 BC. It describes the use of honey. Ooh. Um, I can't pronounce that word. Acacia. 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 Acacia, acacia leaves. Yeah. Well, it says A C A C I A leaves <laughs> and lint to be placed in the vagina to block sperm. Lint, mm. like tummy button fluff. <laughs> lint, lint and honey. Yeah. In where? In the vagina to block sperm. Oh, like a honey trap, like a bee trap. <laughs> oh my god, like a Venus. I love that. Don't <laughs> try least, that at home. Don't try. At that least home. it'll be sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honey, sweet in it. Bit of lint. <laughs> Yeah. But that's quite interesting though. That's jokes. Fifteen fifty wow. BC. Yeah, that's old. Whew. Wowza. Okay. Yeah. Okay, do you want to do another one? Right, so we're really lucky in the UK because we get our contraception for free, but um do these countries offer free contraception? Australia, Norway, Ireland and Brazil. Ooh, I feel like Ireland's a telltale giveaway. Maybe no. Yeah, you have to pay for it in Ireland. Huh? Pay for it. How much? I don't think it's that much, but it's still, you know, probably, I don't know what it is, 20 20 quid a month or something. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. Okay. Do you know what lactational amorin, well, say one that I know then. (laughs) Amorin. Whoa. Amorinaria. Amorinaria. Amenorrhea. That sounds like a lovely girl's name. sounds like a name, yeah. Okay. Do you know what lactational amenorrhea method is? Lactational. Milk. Lactational. Is it the breast? Breast milk? Well, then that's what we talked about earlier. Ah, goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to know the pattern. You know, you can't just do it. You got to know how to actually do it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Right. True or false, IUDs can tear through the lining of your uterus. How sharp is it down there? I would like to say false because if it was true, they wouldn't put it down there. I think they would. Is it true? In a like tiny, less than 1%, like less than half a percent of cases that might happen. But yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. Ever so sharp. <laughs> um, okay. Which method is coitus interruptus? Say that again, sorry. Which method is coitus interruptus? Uh, wait a minute. It's not coitus interruptus, like interrupting something. Yeah, so what could that be? What method? The pill. What? 
quote is it literally what is it period cramps oh no but what the, how am I meant to know <laughs> no <laughs> let me do it again okay okay <laughs> I'm done. A bit like a Roman sacrifice. The uh. Egyptians would have done it. Oh, guys, I'm really slow. <laughs> <laughs> the Egyptian is the pull-out, maybe the pull-out method. The yeah. withdrawal interrupts. So you're That's interrupting said perm. Sperm. Who perm? Um. <laughs> that was not pulling out. What? Could have been like, oh, quitus interrupts the withdrawal no, method or pulling out. The fun fact, the biblical character Onan incurred incurred God's wrath by in using coitus interruptus instead of following local custom and impregnating his sister-in-law after the death of his brother. God, that's just drama. I'm not I'm not about that too. Do you know what I mean? Sorry guys, the way that Lauren was describing that, that, that drama was definitely drama. Acting, <laughs> was acting not good. You was, knew what I meant. Did you, you guys did you guys get it? Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> different breed of men i guess <laughs> but, okay wow. good right interesting yeah do you wanna should i do one more <clears throat> right right okay can you name all the methods of contraception i'll go all right pill coil morena coil that patch, <laughs> that, patch. that patch i'll say femidom that's not Oh yeah, that is contraception. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, but um, oh god, She's the injection, the injection in the ass. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I'm all out. I'm all out now. We got the implant as well. Oh yeah, yeah. the rod mm-hmm. in the arm. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the vaginal ring. Oh my god, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's one. Who's yeah. she? She's like um a smaller version of like a shag band. They don't do that oh. no more, do they? They do. Yeah, it's do still, they? but it's not very common. Right, because I remember I searched it one time, and it says that they don't do it in the UK no more. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite it's quite new actually. It's one of the newer methods, but oh. um, it's quite hard to get hold of here. Interesting. So you got yeah, so patch, <laughs> ring, pill, coil, hormonal, yeah. coil, non-hormonal, yeah, implant, injection, um, condoms. So male condom, female condom. Um, you've got all the like natural methods, so yeah. like the digital apps and She's the really pen and paper method. She's going in. You've got um, the vasectomy. Don't talk when... enough about vasectomies. We don't, do yeah. we? It's when don't. they, uh, yeah, yeah, um, give men the snip, which I think way more men should get. I don't understand. Kieran, my partner's getting that <laughs> ASAP. Right. <laughs> Kieran, if you're listening, <laughs> it's <Spoke> time. In. <laughs> um, and then obviously women can get sterilized as well, oh, which yeah. is a lot more of a like involved mm, procedure. Yeah. So it shouldn't, yeah. Vasectomy, you could go in for a couple of hours and get vasectomy and, and go home. It's not as big. And it's reversible. No, for men. For men it is. It's not always. Not right. always. Sadly, right. Okay. I think even just having that conversation just now, three seconds ago, about all the different types of contraception there are. I think you can sometimes forget. Yeah. It's like you just go by what's common by what's common in your group chat or what you guys have heard or overheard. Like you don't, I wouldn't basically gone, gone and done the research because obviously they've spoken about this. My friends know about this. So why am I going to go elsewhere? Let me just go with what I know and what's on trend. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, we shouldn't be doing that. We actually should be like, 
doing our research and finding yeah. what actually works yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. Spring, summer, the catalogue's out. Head to the lowdown, find yeah. out, yeah, what, what's what's back in fashion, what kind of contraception you should try and use some of our tools to figure it out. And we've also got a team of, of amazing doctors you can speak to as well. Knowledge is power. Power is knowledge. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Tea at Four. And thank you, Alice, for being our amazing guest. Thanks for having me, guys. And be sure to go check out The Lowdown and see our next episode in the 4-9 Revolution series. Bye. Bye. Bye.